The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. And thank you for staying with us. So we're in conversation with the Gauteng Department of Education because tomorrow they will open their online applications for the 2021 academic year. It's actually a reopen. The online system has been riddled with glitches and also many parents have also expressed their frustrations and um, they've also been concerns about learner placements and also the delay in responding to parents who've declined the placement that they got. Now let's talk about the mistakes that parents have made in the first round of applications, the processes to follow when one is not happy with the placement that they got and the documents that are supposed to be attached and what format they should be in. So to enlighten us about all this is Steve Mabona. He's the spokesperson of the Gauteng Education Department. Steve, a very good evening to you. Good evening, Nomsa, and to all our listeners. What a year this has been. I'm good. <laughs> I'm very good. So you yes. are, you've decided to reopen the admissions system. Since this started, it's never happened. Why have you opted for this? Look, uh, let me start by saying the system works very well. We did not have much of your glitches, like as you put it. Mm. What we have is the capacity challenge. And you know, parents will prefer to apply to schools that we will, you know, call them as um, high-pressure schools, mm-hmm. where we would have a, a challenge of capacity. Like, for instance, if a school can accommodate about 300 learners, but uh, you have over 1.5 uh, applications. So there, definitely, you will have parents that are unhappy because they would not be accommodated at, uh, at that school, all of them. So that's the challenge that we have. But um, we have decided to open tomorrow for late registration, because when you look into the system, you can check, you can see that um, there are schools that still have, you know, spaces that they can be filled by other parents. There are parents that would, did not apply at all. Mm. you know, in certain areas. And when you look, we can still accommodate them. So we felt that let's then open the system so that we accommodate those that did not apply at all uh, so that they can be accommodated. Because we don't want next year we have parents that will be queuing at our schools, will be saying we need space, you know. So that's why we felt that let's open the system. Because when you look at them, our numbers, we had about 222,000 of those that expected us to place them. Mm-hmm. But currently we had um, over 212 that we have already placed. Probably about 8,000 that would not be placed for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still negotiating with some of them to say, here's an option that we can give you. Uh, are you in a position to can take it? Because at a school that we've applied at, we cannot accommodate you because it's full. So mm-hmm. those, we, we continue to negotiate. But hence we felt that 22nd will be ideal for us to accommodate our parents that could not apply because of different reasons. Mm. Stephen, what I'm picking up from what you're saying, and I don't know if my analysis is correct, is that there is no shortage of schools, but rather there are less good schools. Am I correct in saying that? That's what we've been saying. I mean, MEC has already indicated that. Mm. 
that actually with the space that we have, we can accommodate everyone. Yeah. Our challenge is that uh, we have limitation. You know, when you look at schools that would have been formed at, you know, by the the parents who want their children to be at the certain schools, but unfortunately would not be in a position to accommodate all of them. Hence, we'll then give them an alternative space and uh, we will then probably wish that they will take the alternative space. It's quite unfortunate because we have so many places that are developing, you know, like your Centurion, they developed so much. Schools that we have with Centurion, they cannot accommodate, you know, all parents that we would wish to, to accommodate. When you go to four ways, there's limitations of schools there as well. Uh, when you go to Alberton, that area is developed so much. Schools in that area cannot accommodate, you know, everyone. So those areas, those and, and, and probably the, the Johannesburg South. So we have uh, planned to build new schools uh, just to make sure that we accommodate. But the, you know, we need to be honest to say yes, we are challenged when coming to capacity in those areas. Mm-hmm. And uh, just you touched on obviously the the the, the challenge of, of capacity, but what are some of the other challenges that you're facing in terms of of placements? It could be uh, parents not, you know, uh, following the proper instructions in terms of what they're supposed to submit. What are the main challenges? Now, remember, we've said over thirty-three thousand parents did not submit documents. Mm. If different reasons, some will say the system was not working at that time. Some would say I could not continue. So what we did on the 16th, we opened the system for all those parents that could not submit documents. And um, they've been doing that since the 16th. We've been monitoring very closely the system. We could see that parents were uploading documents. And once you upload documents, then you're in a position to choose a school, that you want your, your, your child to be accommodated. And then they've been continuing to do that. And we will, you know, m- continue to monitor and we're going to close that function. They will still continue to, to upload documents and uh, they choose schools. But on the 7th, you will remember that we said we are opening the system to accommodate all those parents that could not be accommodated in other schools to say, here's a list of schools that have a space. So you need to go there and check on where you can be accommodated because they could not accommodate those parents in the schools that we call high-pressure schools that could not accommodate them. So they've been choosing schools. We can see in the system that parents have been choosing schools. Some we've been transferring to to, to you know, different schools that they've been accepting them. Some they've been saying, no, we don't want those schools and we give them an option of saying uh, object. And uh, if it, uh, you, you know, an objection that's not successful, then you also appeal. And then we will see on whether the appeal will be successful or not. But that's what we've been uh, doing all this time. All right. Uh, we just want to say to parents, our aim is to accommodate everyone. It's just that where we are challenged with space, it's impossible for us to accommodate everyone. 
Okay. Um, Steve, I'm just going to open the lines to our listeners as well in case um, there are parents that are listening in and have some questions for you. So please send in your voice notes and make them less than one minute. And uh, those numbers are 61 Four one zero four one zero seven. You can also call in on zero one one seven one four two zero zero six. Now, my understanding of of this process, Stephen, is is that um, the, the the placement process itself is made is done automatically by your 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 computer system. Hello. Have we lost Stephen? Remember, we've opened the system. Okay. Steve, I've lost you a bit there. Um, we're going to take a break and then I'll ask that question again. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. You are on the viewpoint and I'm still in conversation with the spokesperson for the Gauden Department of Education, Steve Mabona. They are reopening the admission system tomorrow um, to accommodate the late applications. And uh, just before the break, um, Steve, I just wanted to ask you, what is the criteria that is being used to assign a student a, a, a place at a school? Is it proximity to the home? A proximity to the parents' workplace. What is it? What are the, some of the things that you consider? Yes, the the process is um, systematic, but you understand that we have the new admission regulations for 2021, which means that the priority is all those that live closer to the school mm. within the feeder zone. Each and every school is a feeder zone. So those that are closer to to the school, they will then uh, be prioritized. Secondly, you look at those that have siblings. Those that have siblings, they will also be, you know, prioritized. Then you move to those that work closer to to the schools. The the fourth one will be within 30-kilometer radius, and then the fifth one is beyond 30-kilometer radius. So that's the priority. So... We have moved away from the first campus. As you will recall that previously we will uh, say, once you applied earlier, then you, you will be prioritized. But now we are using the new regulations which say you need to be closer to the school because we felt that you cannot disadvantage people that are closer to the school because someone would have applied earlier. Mm. Uh, so if you live closer to the school, you need to... Uh, you know, afforded that space okay. of uh, priority, okay, and then others will fall after. So, if the people that stay closer to the school, they fill up the school. Unfortunately, the other categories will not be accommodated, or it will be difficult for us to accommodate them. So that's how we've been making. We know that is an outcry. Many parents will say, "My child has been." at a grade R, at a certain school, they would have thought that because one is at grade R, they will then move to grade one. But we say the process of admitting grade R is different from that one to use for admitting your grade one. Mm-hmm. So but, uh, it would not be uh, considered that the, the child is at grade R. So some parents will say, but probably the, the, it's unfair, but we'll say as well, because we don't know how uh, 
the process works with the grade R in terms of admitting. You don't want to disadvantage parents that would not opt to take your child at that school for grade R. So you need to open it because, we, you know, some schools will then gatekeep and say, let's have our grade R and we know that they will move into the in grade one and only to find that some parents cannot access that space. So mm-hmm. they stand the same opportunity and uh, that's how we've been managing it. Um, I think one thing, it's, it's, it's something that the education de- department has admitted over time, that you still have inequalities in our education system. So with the current um, you know, system that you're using or the current criteria that you're using, does it mean that a child who stays in the township and who wants better education, and, and most of the time it's found in former Model C schools, does it mean that child must remain with a township education that is not that good? No, we've been saying we've made uh, strides in improving our education across the board. I mean, we have township schools that are giving us 100%. Um, but because there's we, still lack of resources, though. Mm. As parents, we feel that we need to take children at the former Model C schools, and we we think that uh, township schools are not doing well. Township schools are doing very well. We have improved so much, and uh, to a certain extent that uh, we actually uh, are receiving 100 percent in some in some quarters. So we are saying, as parents, we need to make sure that we. Um, lead the process of making sure that our schools are doing well. Uh, support, attend meetings, make sure that if there are programs we, we of improving the school, we participate. Make sure that we take um, correct decisions that are going to improve our schools. I mean, we have good schools in the townships. Um, parents are participating there, making sure that we are doing well. I mean, actually, we also have ICT schools that we've introduced in the townships is I'm um, speaking to you now, we actually have a demand uh, of space in, 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 in such schools to a certain extent that we cannot accommodate everyone because the demand is so high. Mm. So it's not about the former model schools, it's about how parents are participating in terms of management of the school because the SGP plays a major role in making or breaking a school. If the SGP is united, and they interact with parents and make sure that programs are introduced. Uh, you know, there's uh, you, uh, probably unity, and they make sure that it is whatever they do, it's for the benefit of uh, the school. Then the schools will be will be will be successful. So that's why we always encourage parents that if you elect the SGPs, make sure that you elect people that have the best interest of your child at heart. Steve, so that I, they can they go to assist you to manage those schools. Mm, sorry, Steve, I have a caller, Masedi from Brecken Downs, and they have a question for you. Masedi, good evening. I am Malika. Good evening. So, kuto ko rekam sa batlo ko bula ko rekano ko register avan. So, nagi ni kaya playle ka accept yu ako Brecken. Hi, and then. Grade eight. Okay. So the learner for this 
So niki watla kujitukore, and then ibeki phone elo, kibule lwa kuri, my application has been cancelled because ngwana khayo mo khaudi. Khaji pana mo systemi ngwana ya nuki aisheba mo systemi. Ibonza ngwana wa accepti luko, isanji ibonza kuri ngwana wa accepti luko, skolunse niki supplies. So kibule watla kujitukore kamuso, akitla kona kuri, ki start the application ya khaapi because ele ila tletu kwa nile, whereas inili successful. Okay. okay ma. So initially ba ne ba idu mete and then ba ikhana khape. Eh ba ne ba idu mete se ngole se ngo sisiame. E be ke phone la go skolong ke batla go itse gore di tlhokego ke ing for next year. Okay. Okay. So haba interview a evan putsa gore ngwana gae gone ya nong ga ba ka ka ba mamogela ba mo cancela ke tla ka January. So buka gore gone ya no ba go bula. So ke batla go itse gore ana ke apply khape or get a happy January recovery, Labo Fellow Haki, Valva Toko District Office, Bandabam Funit, Bamplella, or Bacancel registration. Yeah, one. Let's have the details of the parents. I'm already Okay. Let's have the details before she raises on the radio. Okay, so. Can we have a detail? Okay, um, our producer will share her details with you. But just in case there are other parents that are sort of in the same predicament as, as she is, um, is this reopening phase? Also for people like her? No, no, no. The reopening is for people who didn't apply at all. Okay. Those that did not apply at all. Hmm. So that's why I say we need uh, to get her details and so check on what might have transpired there. Okay. So the school cannot call her and say, we're not considering the application. Hmm. It can't happen that way. There's right. something that uh, we, we really don't understand what might have transpired. But... We will look at uh, that individual case and check on what transpired. Mm. So the, if the school says we cannot accommodate you, the district will be in a position to say you are not accommodated at school A, mm-hmm. but you are accommodated at school B. So it can't be a school that will be calling a parent and say we cannot accommodate you and then leave it at that. As a department, we have an obligation to place that child. So... Uh, one way or the other, we need to have an alternative to say the child was not placed at school B because of these reasons, but we have an alternative space for you uh, to place the child. You can't say then you must go back and and, and reapply. The, 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 the system will only open for late registration. We're okay. talking about parents that did not apply at, at all. all. Okay. Now, Stephen, obviously, Steve, sorry, I keep calling you Stephen because I work with a Stephen. Steve. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Steve, okay. uh, you know, this year has been quite challenging with the COVID-19 pandemic, and we saw the education department having to do some changes in terms of how often learners um, go to class. We've been also been introduced to virtual learning at this level of our education system we have 2021 coming the academic year uh, we are in the midst of a second wave there's also a new variant of COVID-19 what are the plans to counter this next year or to circumvent this well plans are we will continue with the process of rotational education uh, until such time, we find ourselves in a situation where we are comfortable to say all learners must come back. We have said it before. We will continue with the process of of rotation uh, education until such time we are fine because we cannot risk any 
platform of saying we want to you know accommodate all learners at echo we saw that the rotational system works and it did work for us so we'll continue with that until such time we are at a position where we'll say probably you know the process you know the the has changed or the situation is is, is improved but for now we'll continue with the with the process of rotational education in that in helping we have adopted a daily rotation meaning that um, learners will attend two days you know this week the following week will do three days those are you know attended three days the other week they will come two days and three days that rotation seemed to work for us and uh, that's what we're going to be continuing with all right. And before we take the final voice note, when uh, until when is this reopening phase? When is the closing date? We'll close on the 22nd of January. Okay. That so, is uh, we're opening tomorrow on the 22nd of, uh, 20, of of December then we'll close on the 22nd of January. But we are saying those parents that um, do not have means, hmm. um, those that cannot utilize uh, the system they cannot uh, utilize computers and uh, they can't uh, use the technology. We will open centers on the 18th of January. We'll announce which centers we're going to open. Not schools, but centers. So it's um, identified centers that we're going to open. We'll, we'll announce on which centers we're going to be opening. Then we'll be taking walk-in. You know, they will then have to walk in and they, they will be attended there. That further than that, um, the process will open tomorrow and they will close on the 22nd of uh, January. Okay. Stephen, let's just listen to one voice note before we let you go. Good evening to you and your guests. Currently in the, current, in the country, we have a shortage of Good evening to you and your guests. Currently in the current in the country, we have a shortage of school and educators, teachers. The government's lackluster approach in building modernized schools so that you can modernize education is where everything is going wrong. The money that's supposed to be meant for education is gone for something else. We have one of the most weakest educational systems in the world, and that is a very poor sign in an economy that needs to be stimulated and grown. Thank you so much from Chapter 2. All right, that's just one of our listeners expressing his opinion. Steve, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much and to all of our listeners. All right, and all the best with the 2021 academic year. That's uh, Steve Mabona, and uh, he is the spokesperson for the Gauteng Education Department. Let's take a short break, and after that, we'll be talking about the issue of unaccompanied minors.